up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 143. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trev. And we're hiding out deep in someone's weird-ass house without him. We are hiding out in someone's uh, weird-ass house. So this week we watched Parasite. Yeah. Korean flick. Yeah. It's not the first foreign film we've watched, right? Nah, but it's a foreign. Like, is this the first one we've watched that ha- doesn't have an English dub? Um, no, we watched, um, what movie was that? Um, dee, 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 dee. Oh, Come on. we had to read that. Audition. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, I thought they, had, I thought they had an English dub out. Uh I think, I think I watched the. I watched the. They do have a dub out, but when I watched it, because I couldn't figure out how to open the subtitles, yeah. and the viewer the subtitles. I, I finally figured it out this time. If you go on video stream, you can import the subtitles. Yeah, you can. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I actually, for this movie though, I I preferred the subtitles. Yeah, I did too. Because sometimes Cause when, when yeah, and you don't want to when you slap that cheesy ass voice over it, yeah, that doesn't line up, and it's like you're watching a movie that's just out of sync the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I I like it. Um, I mean, this movie's been nominated for a couple of Golden Globes. I'm sure that they're going to get some. Oh, it's going to win. It'll probably uh, win it, Best Picture of the it, Year. It did win the Palm d'Or at, at Cannes, if I'm pronouncing yeah. that award right. I think you are. Sounds right. Uh, but, you know, it's getting a lot of buzz. And, like, I, I was talking to Adam about this before you got on, Trav. It's amazing how much buzz this movie's getting. And, like, they're pushing it onto the Western audiences without trying to do an Americanized version of it. You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, look at, look at it's the performance um, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's everything. I mean, because they don't have, I mean, they do, but they don't have like houses and, and, and their culture is so different. Yeah. Different that it, how could you, how could it, work without either being either funny or really fucked up if you made it in the US. You know what I mean? And what's crazy is that this film I mean this film's getting all across the board acclaim. It's mm-hmm. getting it's got universal acclaim on uh shitty red things dot com. Uh yeah. And I mean uh on I mean on the wiki, I mean it's it's on virtually everyone's Top ten. I can see why. I mean, well, yeah, it's it, it's the theme. Yeah, uh, class warfare as a theme is completely killing it in the box office. Like just like that. That's what Joker essentially yeah. was. Too. When he started laughing at the end, I was like, "Oh shit, he's going to turn into the Joker." Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, so yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I did too. What what did you think about it, Trav? Because you're more of a fan of foreign films than I think that Adam and myself are. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I tend to lean to uh the more just 
in your face ridiculous shit. Oh boy. Yeah. But I mean the, even even so like this movie to me was like an Asian version of us. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. I can see that. The, the whole vault guy living there for or dude's dude's husband. Right? Cuz wasn't it the uh it was it the was chick, the, the housekeeper, yeah. Yeah. Her husband had been living down there for 4 years. Um But yeah, it was good. It the I was waiting for the the crazy thing, you know, like and, and for this point it was that the the big reveal of that, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, it was good. I don't know I don't know if it falls under me revisiting it again though. Um it was good for what it was. I I did find it, it it wasn't there a moment where it felt sort of Tarantino-ish a little bit at yeah. the beginning yeah. when it when they were all integrating like when uh when the the daughter starts being the uh what it was the artistic therapy art therapy or whatever uh-huh. to the child and it would just cut to those scenes where she's just like, I'm pulling this out of my ass, guys. Well, like, well, know. and what was cool was how they were all sitting around practicing their lines. Yeah. yeah. Like Googling shit, pulling it up, watching videos. Like, yeah. Well, like they had done this before. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I felt. Yeah. I was like, oh, they've, they've been to con. They're con men. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're conning yeah. people. But I mean, it's, but essentially, though, they were just lazy pieces of shit, though. Pretty much. Because what's uh, stopping them? I mean, they 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 showed you how they just really didn't give a fuck. Yeah, when they were sitting around drinking, or being their self. From the start of the film, man, uh, they 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 did so much characterization and just the Wi-Fi thing. Yeah, that, that yeah. little bit alone. Remember when he toasted? Now that our phones are connected to the Wi-Fi again. Yeah, I totally, I totally see why this film won because of just. I mean, the movie was well shot, for real. Well, I like how they, and they even said it in a lot of the stuff that he used like extra wide lenses mm-hmm. because they wanted to make this house. And to be to be fair, the house really wasn't that big. No, it but, just felt but, big from the shots. Yeah, the way that they shot everything, it felt fucking huge. It but did. it was, yeah, you know, and you know the ultra, uh, the complete contrast between where these people are living. Yeah, and what they're trying to achieve by the really weird means, you know. Right. They were good at it. Oh yeah, the daughter they were really, was really good, at, good at, it. at it. Yeah, like she's the one that really got in there. She sold it. Well, she walked in and was like, "No, you can't sit in. Get out." Yeah, it's like, like you just told is... the rich like, like, but she went in there like that's that's the character with, with the confidence. Yeah, you know, she said she went in there and owned that shit. Yeah. So she was believable. Right. I mean, it was, uh, the performances though were fucking incredible, man. Uh, and this main guy, uh, the young dude. No, the, the older guy, the dad. Yeah. Travis, did you think he looked like fucking Gangnam style? (laughs) Didn't he look like Gangnam style? Um, I had a hard time with this movie. I'm gonna be really honest with y'all, um, and I guess that's why why it did why it's done so well and received so much acclaim. Because as I'm watching the movie, you see the scenes where the where the family's living in squalor, and they do these shots that make you just 
feel really bad for him. Yeah. But then, you know, scene change and suddenly you're like, wait, they're such pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it is it because they're choosing to be the quote unquote parasite to this family, or is it or like is it is it a case that they can't help it or are they choosing to be that way? Or are they a victim of like how shitty their their living situation is? Well, we don't really know. Yeah, whatever happened before. I know that like, he just said they were out of work. Yeah. So they were they were down to work. It's just where were they gonna work? Yeah, it's it's one of those situations. Because when they got the jobs, they I mean they had to work. Yeah. So I mean, being a housekeeper really, stuff ain't gonna just, be easy. I really got a tug of war of brother of feeling sorry for these people and being like, "No, fuck these guys. This is crazy." You know. I well, felt I, sorry for them until I saw them sitting around plotting on those motherfuckers. Like, yeah. you know, like they're fucking stupid. We got this. Well, I think that's the that's the point of the movie almost to to a degree because it's like you do feel sorry for them, then that sorrow goes away and you kind of feel, I don't know, just contempt maybe or kind of betrayed by their their actions that you see as the film progresses yeah and then it it plays like you said it plays this tug of war and i think that that's that's the point of the movie where it's like yes they're from low class or like you can't you can't be mad at the system because everybody's choosing to participate in it yeah exactly yeah that's the thing so it's like and 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 I really liked, I'll get back to my point in a second, but I really liked how they portrayed the rich family. They weren't assholes. Like, at all. Like, no. behind A little ignorant doors. and naive, yeah. yes, but they are not bad people. They were your typical family. Yeah. Uh, behind closed doors, they talk about what they talk about, but they would never talk about this kind of stuff in front of them. You but know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's, that's every intimate conversation ever, though. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, but it it flirts that line of being like you feel sorry for them and you don't you you hope that they succeed but at the same time you hope that they don't like it it flirts it well enough to where it's like you 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 can blame both sides you can blame society for the way that these people are but you can also blame these people for the position that they're in and not going out and trying to do more and be more because yeah, it even said that's, that that that's pretty much to me that was what like that, that that was this movie in like yeah. a couple sentences, you know? Yeah. Because even the one kid, uh, the kid that first got hired on as the tutor to begin with, like he was in the military. So if we're going to go, because of, is it in Korea that you have to serve in the military? Uh, or is that Germany? I'm not, I'm not I, sure. Jap- I think Jap- doesn't know. Israel does that. I know several, right. I know several countries have, but I, I think like that, I'm not sure if Japan, I know Israel, they have to everyone. No right. exceptions. Yeah. So it's like he was in the military. Um, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that he could have furthered himself in his education, but why didn't he? He's smart. Obviously he they're, is all smart. Very, they're all smart. Look mm-hmm. at the daughter, you know, yeah. the things that she was able to accomplish and just her street knowledge and her bullshitting alone could have landed her any job that she wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but they refused to apply themselves to want more until an opportunity arose. But at the same time, it's like, well, 
what drove them into this position to begin with was, were they always shitty? Like you see the medals and the stuff on the mm-hmm. wall from the mom, you know, it looks like she was in the Olympics or something like that, you know, or I some mean, type it, of, yeah. Is it, is the, is the father's root, some sort of dissociation he's, he's undergoing, you know? Right. And like, I feel like that's also why I think a lot of people enjoy the film. Why it's, it's, it's it resonates so well because everyone's kind of had that, position yeah where you're like i could go further but you don't you know yeah and And then and this movie is like it portrays that in a very extreme fashion right and just the ability for all four of them to keep it together the whole time like you never really saw any of them lose their shit up until the very end of the movie you know how how nervous were y'all when they were like (laughs) under the table Oh, I know. And I'm like, God damn it. Are they ever going to get out of this fucking house? Yeah. I was well, like, and- sure as shit. It's not, there's no way, but I mean, then they get well, out and- when he goes home and their house is flooded. It was almost like, damn, that's karma for you, motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I felt. I was just like, oh, yeah. And that's, you know, it, the way that they, they also towed the line, they flirted with the idea of being a comedy and also being a thriller because when those scenes that there was tension, they built that fucking tension. Oh, for sure, man. And I love that. Like them, uh, the family goes out of town, them sitting around having a good time. And then the doorbell rings, everything, almost, almost everything up to that point is like, you could equate it to just a modern comedy to Mm -hmm. a certain degree. But once that doorbell rings for the next fucking thirty minutes, it's a roller coaster of what the fuck is happening right now. You know? I, I there's no way if I would have been in their position, I knew the family was gonna come home early. Oh yeah. I for mean sure. you just knew it was gonna happen. It was like, look, there's no way we'd be sitting around getting drunk in their living room yeah. with a big mess and shit. I'm like, they're coming home early. This is rich people, they're going camping? Yeah, right. They're not gonna stay the whole time. Something's gonna happen. They're coming and I knew it, man, when that phone rang. And she answered it, and they were in the car. I was like, oh, shit, here it comes. Yeah. And then the race was on, dude. Yeah. Eight minutes is not a lot of time. No, dude. Not to do all that shit they did. Yeah, it was And amazing. then the chick started fighting back. Yeah. But it really shows you what these people were really... Cutthroat, man. Desperate. Well, well, not only desperate, but what they were capable of. Like, they could have done more. They could have been more. But why... But why is it because we don't know the class structure there. We don't know how society is there. You know what I'm saying? I know it's different. It's, it's very different than here. Like, yeah. So it's like, we have a complete disconnect from all of that stuff because we know how our society functions and how our class system set up. But there, I have no idea. So I think that, I think that the reason it's getting so much buzz in the East is because, or in the West, because we don't know. And it's like a fresh take on, and you don't get any explanation. None, dude. We don't know what so, happened before. Yeah. So it's just one of those situations where we're just along for the ride and the rest, you just kind of fill in, in your own head, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff. That rock. They should have let that bitch go a long time ago. I like the scene every time they were in the kitchen and it would show that wall with all those wine bottles and then the thing go down in the cellar. That was just a really cool shot. You're talking about 
Yeah. Hold on one second, guys. Y'all keep going. Like, you know, this movie, and dude, the thing with this film, too, is that, like, it made hella money, dude, for what it Yeah, I was just looking at it at $124 box office. I mean, that's... On on an $11 million budget. Wow. I mean, dude, that's beans and cornbread there, like... I like how you remember their little house that they lived in, their little shithole. Yeah. It it felt dirty. It looked oh, dirty. It looked like it smelled. Oh, you when know, the, like when it, the flooding happened and oh, the shit was just blowing out of the toilet. The toilet and she just sat down and smoked the cigarette. Weirdest fucking position I've ever seen a toilet. I mean, I guess it might be a case of my mind being small here, but I think the toilet had to be so high because their apartment was like under the plumbing level. So the toilet had to be up because the toilet was like up like with the rest of the street. Right. But it was shot very well, like everything about it, like the way it looked. Um the the filter that it had on it kinda had that you know that greenish yellow looking filter. Yeah. Yeah the um and it was cool whenever they whenever they left that place, that filter was gone. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it was almost like a yeah, and a, there, a the, blue. Yeah, when they would go to their house, yeah, it was cleaner, it was crisp. But in their apartment, it had this like yellow, like dirty, yeah, you yeah. know, grimy ass filter over it. Yeah, which was, uh, I mean, everything about it was fantastic. I mean, this is why, like, this is one of the great things, but also one of the bad things about movies. Like, with this, and I would also say, like, uh, Audition, you know, mm-hmm. Wandering Earth. Like, these are just the foreign films that we've watched on the podcast. There are so many good foreign films that we have never seen. There's a whole world of movies out there, man. Like, yeah. And the it only sucks. reason we know about this one is because of that buzz. Yeah. And it sucks that it has to be like that for us to watch a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I wish this is, this is the dream guys. This is the dream. We sit around all day and watch movies and talk about them mm-hmm. and that, and we get paid to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's I quit the my job. Yeah. In a heartbeat, dude. Cause we could bang out three movies a day. Mm-hmm. We could do, we could write about them podcast about them whatever you know what i mean three movies a day bang them out like i would love to be a movie critic but not an asshole movie critic you know what i mean but it just sucks that it takes this much word of mouth or this much buzz to create you know the monster that it is and to get people to watch it like and there's a lot of movies that i've watched that are foreign films because of Travis. Mm-hmm. Travis is like, watch this Antibodies. Yeah. That's a great fucking movie. Never what was heard that of other it. one we watched where the the two guys, um, it was based off a foreign film where they come into the house and beat them with a the fucking golf club and shit? Oh, Funny Game? Yeah. Wasn't that based off of a foreign movie? Yeah. 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 The same guy, it was a shot for shot remake. Yeah. But. It's just, it's crazy, man. There's I really liked it. I, when you went away, I was telling Travis that picture right there. 
Yeah. When she's coming up out of that and they did that wide shot. Yeah. It was just like, look at all this. What? What? Just all of that, man. Like. Yeah. And some of the, and some of the trivia that I read that they had to, they borrowed a lot of that expensive stuff that was in that house. Mm -hmm. And, and the director was so, so fucking nervous about them running around in the house and trying to clean it up and shit like those parts of the movies, Mm -hmm. because you know, if you break it, guess what? You buy it. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine. So just filming the movie was a tense process. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause you know, somebody don't hit their mark or something happens. Well, that could even add to it. Like you got the parasite family and you tell them like, don't break any of this shit. Cause it belongs yeah. to rich people and we're not rich. So, so you got them like being scared around it. Like, yeah. Kind of like they really are. You know, when they're in the house, they got to be careful. Don't, you know? Yeah. I really like the poster for this movie. Too. Yeah. The one where they're sitting on the lawn chairs. And there's black bars yeah. over their eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I really like it. And I like this one. I've never seen this one, but I really like this one too. I'm going to drop it. Uh, it's a family photo of all of them sitting there. With bars over their eyes? Yes. Yeah. I really like that one. That's cool. Yeah. But it was uh, it was it was great, man. What do you notice about that picture? That there's feet on the ground. Well, the the parasite family, none of them have shoes on. Oh, that's right. None of them. They're not wearing wow. any shoes. Hmm. Interesting. It is. Um. So, Travis said that it's probably a one and done for him. Um, would you buy it? Is it a shelf sitter? Uh, yeah, I would go that far as to say yes. It's definitely a, a shelf sitter. It's worth, it's worth having to, if you're, if you're, if you're a film collector, yeah. And I mean, who knows? I mean, I feel one and done with it right now, but who knows? Years down the road, may get in a, a foreign film kick again, and it might be the one that makes the cut. I feel like there's a lot more that's happening here that that we didn't get to experience because we're reading the subtitles as we mm-hmm. watch it. I feel like I need at least one to two more viewings to take it all in. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of shots that like you're reading, you're trying to check everything, mm-hmm. and, but they did a they did a really good job of holding on a scene. They long did. Enough. They like did. this dude, yeah, this dude knew that he was wanting to at least try to push it into some Western market because he they did a great job when they're having conversations. It wasn't too doing, fast. Yeah, and it, you know the camera over the shoulder, like mm-hmm. it wasn't cutting back and forth so fast that you couldn't pay attention to what was going on. They weren't talk, and when they were talking fast, they would throw all the dialogue up on the all screen at one time, and you can bam through. It. Yeah, I think get I it like out of the way. Well, and not only that, but like Korea, Korean seems to be more. This is going to sound weird, but it seems like it's a more drawn out language. Yeah, to where you know what I mean? Yeah, it did. I actually liked hearing it. Like, 
Yeah, me too. The way it, I don't know. There was just something about it. I was like, oh, I like the way it sounds. Well, it wasn't so harsh. Yeah. Like when you watch a Chinese film. <laughs> oh, God. Like, whoa. Easy. Like everybody's, so, everybody's so intense and shit all the time, you know? Yeah. And then Japanese, they talk so fast. There was a Korean. lot of low and slow in this movie. Yeah, a lot of low and slow. Low and slow, they'd like drag it out. Yeah. And I was like, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. If I think if I had the the choice, like I will watch this movie again at some point. You know, we're podlocked on a lot of movies, so it's just yeah. when can you watch it? But if I watched the movie and I had the option to put like an English dub on, I think I'd leave it subtitled. Yeah, it I, adds I to it, it, man. Yeah, it's part of the performance. Yeah. So the the guy that directed this and wrote it did um, the host, which I've never seen the host, but I've heard really good stuff about it. It's a kaiju film. Oh, yeah. Uh. And I've heard that it was really, really... I think that uh, DV Newsday, Chris Gore, mm. I think he was a huge fan of it because it came out in 2006. So that's perfect primetime yep. DV Newsday right there. Um, and then he did uh, a film called Mother, not that mother. This is a, this is a diff- different mother. A mother desperately searches for the killer who framed her son for a girl's horrific murder. Uh, sounds interesting. Then he did Snowpiercer, which I haven't seen Snowpiercer either. I've seen that. I have not seen it, but I remember, Adam, that you saw it. I watched it. I remember it. You, you pushed it for a little bit there for me. Well, here's what it was. It was like, it's, um, what's that fucking movie where people got to kill each other to like win? The they got No. It's Lord like a... Flies. Nah, it's that movie that nobody, none of us really liked them, but... Oh, Hunger Games? It's the it's Hunger Games on a fucking train, dude. Like, here's this thing. All these people have been on this train, like, their whole life. Yeah. You can't get off the train. All right, poor people at the back of the train, rich people at the front. This motherfucker's got to work his way all the way up to the front of that train. Shit. And it's, like, in the future. It's It's weird, you know? Right. And it kind of had that Hunger Game vibe, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's got to work his way up from being one of the people at the back. It, it's pretty good. It's got Captain America in it. It's got an all-star cast. So yeah. Chris Evans, the dad from this movie, was in that movie. That's where I recognize this motherfucker from, dude. Yeah. Um, we've got Ed Harris, John Hurt, Tilda Swinton, Jamie Bell, Octavia Spencer. Um. It's an all-star cast, dude. And they treat these people like shit, dude. And then they have like this... I think I remember they have like this lottery thing where we'll pick one person and they get to go up and, you know, live with the rich people. Right. And they're like just fucking on these people, man. It, they're, they're, it's terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like parasites, dude. The back of the train. Like... It's pretty good. Th- it's got good reviews. I think we should... uh throw this on the pod sometime yeah because i'm i, I saw it forever ago yeah it came out in 2013 but yeah it's got a it's got an all-star cast he directed that and then so, he directed um 
I don't know how to pronounce it. Ogja, O-K-J-A. Ogja. A young girl risks everything to prevent a powerful multinational company from kidnapping her best friend, a fascinating beast named Aksha. And it looks, this thing looks like a gigantic hippo. Tilda Swinton's in it. And she is very Tilda Oh, it's got fucking uh, uh, Paul Dano in it. And Steve. Stephen Yen for or Yun whatever from uh, Walking Dead's mm-hmm. in it. Um, this thing looks fucking creepy. I tell you what's weird, man, is that I had no idea that this guy directed that Snowpiercer. That was a movie shot in America for America. Like that's a it's not a foreign film at all. Right. Uh, is that the only movie he's got under his belt like that? I guess he did some of the others, and they were like. Let's give him a chance. Well, the this one, this movie has Tilda Swinton, um, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, and I don't recognize any of these other people. But uh, I mean, that's got I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, Tilda Swinton. I mean, those I mean, aren't it says just, it's in Korean. Yeah. So what I'm noticing is all of his movies have good scores. Yeah. Always in the eighties. Well, I think that I think Snowpiercer brought him to the US. I think that Aksha or however you pronounce it was his kind of like I'm gonna bridge two gaps here. Oh yeah, that was like two years ago. It came Drama out on sci fi. I checked that out. Net- yeah, it's a Netflix movie apparently. Uh and then Parasite was his return back to Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, um, well, while you were gone, Travis laid it on me. I even pulled it up there a minute ago. I thought, uh, it was like $8 million, something budget, 10 mm-hmm. million, something, you know, raked in 125 or 24 million box Holy office. Shit. Yeah, dude. That's a I shoestring mean, budget, dude. Yeah. And he did good with what he had. Yeah. Well, it made 20 million in the U S alone. Which is good for a foreign film. Mm-hmm. Real good. So it, you know, it, it made some bang. Yeah, I'm just ready, dude. Like for real, I'm ready for, and I hope that this is like the beginning of it for these foreign films that are fantastic to bring to be bridged over to us because they exist and we can get them, but it's like you never know. We don't know what's good. And unless you just sit there and watch foreign films constantly, you know, because it's a lot, well, I mean, like a lot of it, movies. This is exactly why the multiplex should even exist, man. You have yeah. plenty of screens that you can import movies like this and let them have a fair run in the U.S. Because the audience is there. We all know just we, we know people that that are into shit like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's the one friend that's in the foreign shit. The yeah. director's name is Bong. Oh, the the main <laughs> guy was in this dude's first feature. Yeah, uh, I was just looking at his IMDb, yeah. Yeah, Memoirs of Murder came out in t- 2003. It says, in a small Korean province in 1986, three detectives struggle 
with the case of multiple young women being found raped and murdered by an unknown culprit. He wrote and directed that, and the main, the dad from this movie was the lead in it, apparently. Mm-hmm. And like, that dude's acting? Good. I'm fucking sold American, dude. He did really good in this. That no, scene, no. y'all, where he was... <laughs> sold I'm sold Korean. Where he was uh, driving her home to do the party in the car? Yeah. And just the look on his face, they just went, they all just went through this terrible ass shit. Yeah. Their whole world's falling apart and she's back there like, <laughs> and rolls the yeah. window down. Yeah. That really hurt his feelings then, the whole smell thing. Yeah, it did. I mean, that, that got dude killed. Yeah. I didn't see, I didn't think that was going to happen. No. But when he, but- when he reached down there to get those keys... And he was like, oh, he stinks. He was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, this guy just came out of nowhere and stabbed my daughter. You don't know it's my daughter, but stabbed my daughter. I see my son over here bleeding. Like, he looks like he's fucked up. Yeah. Your your son is having a seizure. And if you don't get him to the hospital in 15 minutes, he's going to die. And you're worried about how I smell right now? Yeah. Fuck you. My daughter's Knife dying. Fucking, yeah. Knife to the chest, bitch. I asked Griffin this earlier uh, before we did. We got on here, Travis. I'll ask you. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, he's got a plan. Yeah. He's daydreaming. I'm going to get rich, and I'm going to buy this house one day, and all you got to do is come up. Did, did that ever happen? I think he did. Think he did? The clip, well, you know, I mean, in the clip, spent, he's a little bit older. and Well, they spent the entire film showing us just how dedicated they were to things they were committed to mm-hmm. doing. So I felt like that letter was a way of being like, hey, they go on to, he goes on to to, to buy in the house and get yeah. them out. But so then it, he it, ends up being successful. But they had yeah, they lost their sister. Was, they fucked themselves. Oh, Absolutely. Be a good ending. Yeah. How long would he? I mean, you could see he was a little bit older. It would have taken a while to get that money. I mean. Yeah. How long did he have to stay down there? I'd say probably at least. Ten years. Five, five to ten years. Yeah, at least. He looked older when he came yeah. up. Yeah. Looked rough. Him sneaking up, getting that food. What about that dude in there beating his head on that fucking thing? Yeah. And when he came up, he had beat his head on it so much. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. See, what I thought was going to happen, I was going to be like, oh, okay. So now their house is fucked up. I thought they were going to kill those people. And then they were going to live down there. I was like, here's your your house right here. Yeah, I thought that that was going to happen too. But, I mean... You know. Original story. Yes. You ever seen anything like that? It's original there. That's not like that. Good idea. Yeah. Y'all wanna y'all wanna give her a rating? I give it a star. And y'all know me. I don't normally like fucking foreign movies. Right. But I enjoyed this one. I don't even I, I they may try to do a remake. It's up to the director, man. I mean, he'd have to sign rights off. 
years from now they could be like, all right, we're doing a a U.S. version. Yeah, but this movie was so good. It doesn't need it, man. No, I don't think they're gonna just watch this one. Yeah. Star. You know what? You know what they should do. I'm just gonna throw this out there real quick. Like Adam said before, you know, most of the time, whenever they um, dub them, it's real cheesy and oh, shitty. The voice is shitty. If they're if they're gung ho and serious about wanting to really bring this to Western audiences, why don't they hire like legit actors to come in and do the the voiceovers? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. People that sound like, uh, you know, kind of how these people would sound, but that are really, that can act with their voice instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, saying the line. Because the, the way this dad, like, yeah, like just the way he would sound, dude. And, and well, his, like when, there's just something his about pace, it. Yeah. His pace, especially at the end when he's behind the bushes with the, with the other dad. Mm-hmm. And that whole pacing where it's like, but you still love your wife, right? Yeah. Like, just his timing and pacing was fucking perfect, man. Remember when the daughter was freaking out and the lightning cracked and he said, ah, good timing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Him grabbing his wife's shirt and acting like he's going to punch her in the face. I thought he was. I thought he was, too. I'm fucking sick of this shit. It's like, damn. Kept making fun of him. Yeah. But that was their relationship, though. Yeah. Like, they were happy. Like, even though they were in shit, they were still a family, you know? So, what what are you going to give it, Trev? I give it a full star. Mm. The coveted full Trav star. It's, it's definitely, I mean, it, this movie is definitely worth watching once. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. I'm going to give it the full star. I will revisit this. Uh, I really do want to watch it again. And I would like to watch it soon just because I want to pick up on more. Yeah. You know, because once you realize that he's down there doing Morse code, is that in the background? Oh, it was, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much. Well, and he's the kid kept acting weird because of him. Yeah. He was sending him code. He was the ghost that the kids saw. Like, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I give it the full star, man. I I really enjoyed it. And it's like this is this movie is a perfect example of why we do what we do. Because we watched the trailer, we thought it was interesting, but that was about the extent of it. And then like, oh, it's nominated for best picture, best original screenplay, like all this stuff. It's like, oh. Huh. Hmm. It'll Maybe get something should. big. And it deserves it. He'll, he'll either get, you know, best writer, uh, best, you know, movie of the yeah. year, best director. He'll get something. You know, they'll spread uh, it out. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Tarantino's going to walk away with something. Yeah. Um, He had the only original script in Hollywood this year. Yeah. So, I know. wish that the uh, cinematographer for this was nominated. Yeah, the, the cinematography was great. Yeah, I mean, really great fucking movie, man. Yeah, great. because of the pie. That's the only reason I would have ever watched it. Probably. Yeah. I mean, really. 
Yeah. So, uh, I would do. are you uh, are you still Fandalorian? Me? Yeah. I'm forever Fandalorian. Forever Fandalorian. Yeah. So we had Bill Burr's entrance. Yes, we did. He comes in. Bill Burr fucking... Shitty's in pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. And he, uh, Bill Burr's it up. He did a good job, though. He really did. I mean, I haven't seen him, like, in a lot of movies and shit. No, not really. Uh, but we, you know, everything that I've seen him in is really good. And I, I was talking to Corey about this. This is, I just want to throw this out there before we get into the, uh, into the episode. Um, Bill Burr needs his own, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm-esque series. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. I mean, because his, he he could make it work. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Just take take Curb or Seinfeld, insert yeah. him. Yeah. Lean more towards Curb, you know, like. Yeah. You know, HBO. Just, yeah, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> his whole fucking thing. But. I haven't but, seen uh, his cartoon, but I've heard it's really good. Um, F is for, F is family. for family. I've heard it's good. It is Jeez. good. You owe me a Coke, Trav. Man. <laughs> a gram. I'll talk a Coke Zero. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so the episode opens. He's fucking pulling into a damn space station. Fucking dude from Sons of Anarchy's there. Mm-hmm. He's like, we got this job, man. Just bro. like old times. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. So you saying you're gonna fuck me over? Yeah, just like old just times. Just like old times. Yeah. And uh, they introduced the crew. So we got Bill Burr. We got uh, Moss from the It Crowd. I had no idea that was him. Yeah, dude. We've got the fucking Kurgan, the fucking Mister Krabs himself. Uh, playing the dude with the horns, and then I don't really know who that chick was, but she did a good job though. And I mean, I knew that something was going to go sideways, like immediately, her, because like, her voice sounded familiar. Yeah. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go try to look her up. Y'all yeah. keep going. Her voice was very familiar. Well, I mean, I oh, felt you mean that tooth-licking Twilight? Y'all know who yeah. it is? This is who I thought it was. Y'all remember the girl in Game of Thrones that saw fucking dude's dick? The black girl, the slave girl? Oh, yeah. That's her. Oh, no I shit. knew I recognized her voice. I was like, she sounds familiar. Wow. You remember she was the one that was taking uh, Bran and them? They were going into the woods. Y'all remember her, right? Yeah. Osha? Yeah. 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 That's and then, awesome. of course, she was in those Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Yeah, it was her. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I knew right out of the gate that, you know, he was going to get in some fucky situation. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like every episode. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, I like that they were, you know, doing like a little prison break type. That was their mission. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I still love how they show the Mandalorian being a badass, and two seconds later, he's getting his fucking ass kicked all mm-hmm. over the fucking command center of this ship. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. He's still human. Yeah. He's just a badass human. And it's awesome that he is, you know, he's really, he uses his environment to his advantage. And you see that constantly when he's fighting people and he's at a disadvantage. So, but yeah, it's, uh, and he straight up ghosts everyone. Yeah. That was awesome. When he took control of that ship, Game over, man. Right. I'm still wondering, like, is somebody going to get this damn Baby Yoda? At some point, I think they're going to end the the season like that. Like somebody gets it, and then he's got to get it back? Yeah, I really think that. I think there's, is there just one more episode? Or two? Uh, Hang on, I'll tell you. There's two more. It comes out tomorrow. Yep, and then the next one will be on uh, 27th. Uh, when's the 20, the 27th is on a Friday, right? They've got one coming out tomorrow. Yeah. What? Well, it's, they want to release it before the movie. Yeah. Because uh, uh, episode nine comes out Friday. Oh, uh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Right here. Which, an old rival extends an invitation for the Mandalorian to make peace. I so mean, I'm it's hoping be, it's the boots we saw. It's gotta be Carl Weathers, right? Whoever was walking up at the, because we they we still haven't touched on that. Like who walked up? Uh, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's another bounty hunter. And then last episode is the Mandalorian comes face to face with an unexpected enemy, which is like fucking everybody. <laughs> I know who's <laughs> not an enemy to this motherfucker, you know. But uh, but the episode was good. They're they're really keeping it good. going, man. They are. They haven't let up. No. And I was expecting it, you know, to die down a little. Like, I, yeah. at any time now, you know, it's just going to lose its, like, the momentum. But it's just, it's just trucking right along, dude. Yeah. Still fucking, you know, I'd like to know some more about this fucking baby. So uh, much so that, um, I would, per- I would, there's so many. I've enjoyed it so far that I would buy a physical copy of season one now. Mm-hmm. I like to see it on Blu-ray. I know, right? Do you think they'll sell it, or they'll just leave it on their streaming service, and that's that's where people have to see it? No, nah, I think that's they'll sell it. Right? Yeah, they've got to, man. I mean, why would they not? Star Wars is merchandising behemoth first and foremost. Yeah. So I see that it's been greenlit for season two already. Of course, man. But there's no date for the release of the first episode. Well, they'll probably, it'll probably be 2021, I would say. Or maybe, maybe do it like they did this one by the end of 2020. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Unless they start yeah. filming it like right oh, out of the they go low, Or what if they go low and slow and they let they let it 
they let the actors be able to do other projects and stuff, but then, you know, they come back and do the sequel. Treat the seasons what like a summer. Yeah, one big movie production. I'm cool with that. To be honest with you, though, they probably, after they finished filming the first series, they probably just kept filming. Think so? It's probably already banked, man. I mean, well, you know, it's going to take time, too, because once you film it, you got to go in there and add a fag. You know, you got to do all the. Yeah. And I see this show getting visually more complex as it progresses. It's got pretty good. Uh, it's got pretty good effects in it already. Yeah, oh, absolutely. just like the movies. That's yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm interested to see it go further. Yeah, none of it looks cheesy. No, I mean it looks just well, like any Star Wars <laughs> with the baby bouncing. <clears throat> yeah, for some reason that got to me when not they dropped bad, the baby. Not, not in a bounces. bad way. It was just hilarious. Um, just letting the, just letting the little doll hit the floor. He said, yeah. I'm not really a pet guy, but I might make an exception for this little guy. He picked him up. They're about to make a kill in selling baby Yoda fucking toys. Yeah, they are. They're going to make so much fucking money. I take a little baby Yoda, little bobblehead or something. Yeah. Right. You know, I want a life size. Yeah. Cause it ain't that big. I'll carry it around with Yoda me. and me. I'll put it in a fucking fanny pack or something. A baby carrier. Like, oh, what's your baby's name? Dude, if you like, go to any kind of like, you know, like con or something. Yeah. Walking around with that baby Yoda in the pack. We might have to change his name to fucking Nandalorian. A little easy. <laughs> Nanny? Yeah. Nandalorian? Yeah. Nandalorian, that's funny. <laughs> But you know they're they're gonna have to change the the name of the Mandalorian because it's not genderly equal. Whoa, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> I saw somebody post that shit on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So, it was 15 yeah. hours ago, J.J. Abrams says Baby Yoda will not appear in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but he's known to lie. He never mind. It, it's it's funny that they're releasing the episode a few days early. Yeah. And they time. What if they time the release of the series like with the movie? And they're like, all right, we're gonna put a little Easter egg in the movie, and we're gonna see like it won't be Baby Yoda, but it'll be like Teenager Yoda. Right. They have like zits and shit. Or what if somebody's got the Mandalorian's armor, or something? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Zit Yoda, he's like talking back and shit. Yeah, call it's people like a bitch. Teenage group, or hell, maybe something is blinking. You missed it as uh, his ship docked at one of the ports that we're probably gonna. Yeah. Oh, what if he shows up at the end of the new Star Wars movie and just fucks on everybody? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Hmm. Yeah. There's some shitty looking toys out there. Y'all got to see this one. Yeah. They didn't even try. So someone's selling this uh, baby Yoda here. Hmm. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Is it Planet of the Apes, Yoda? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Those fucking ears, man. Don't even look like it. No. That's not Baby Yoda. That's Baba Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, has anybody got anything else to say about the damn the Mandalorian? I could go all night, Griffin. That's what she said. Um, so... Adam posted this. Hmm? Uh, oh, it's a video. That link's a video, sir. What link? About Kevin Feige reveals new update to MCU Phase 4. Can you, if I click on that shit, let's see if I can. I'll mute that. Let's see if we can. There's no write up in here at all. I don't oh. see one. Comments. That's it. Damn info. It. Info. Comments and related videos. So yeah. Well. It's all right. I mean, we can watch it. Top comment. Two words. Secret wars. Hmm. Is it short? Like five minutes? Do y'all want to watch it? Five minutes. I'm I'm cool with that. Just see what they say. Yeah, I'm cool. What, what do you think, Trav? What's up? You want to check out this uh, update for the Phase Four show? It's in movie news. I didn't know it was. Uh, I saw it on Facebook and I posted it in here. Facebook. <laughs> uh, I got it pulled up whenever you guys are ready. All right. Three, ready two, one, play. This Brazil's Comic Con was everything that nerds and fans of pop culture could possibly want in one place. They got a trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, they got a first look at Ghostbusters Afterlife, and they got a massive showing from They the have Marvel a Comic-Con in Brazil? Courtesy of Marvel we gotta Studios go. head honcho Kevin Feige, including updates about Phase 4 and beyond, but not The Beyonder. So what did Kevin Feige say exactly? Well, we're going to break it all down right now. Now, first up, fans of the Marvel panel got their first look at some footage from The Eternals. Mm. It's going to be the next MCU movie after May's Black Widow. He acknowledged that a majority of the audience might not be aware of the team, similar to how many were introduced that to the in the 2014 film, but that lack of awareness about The Eternals so. also translates onto the screen as well, with Feige revealing to fans and news outlets, The Eternals know about the existence of The Avengers. The Avengers don't know much about The Eternals. Yet, Celestials are a big part of it. You've seen a little of the Celestials in Gardens of the Galaxy. Nowhere is the severed head of a Celestial. We will see the Celestials in their full, true, enormous power in the Eternals. Hmm. No severed heads, though? I'm out of here. But wait, 
there's more. He also this had a lot to say about nerve. the upcoming MCU series for Disney Plus as well. On top of showing off some new photos of the Falcon and Bucky show that's currently filming, he reportedly Ooh. revealed that She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, and Moon Knight shows will all be ready by next year. And if this is true, she hopefully means we're going to be getting some casting news awfully soon. That now, has we know there were previously leaks about auditions good. for Ms. Marvel, so the process is definitely underway if these roles haven't already secretly been decided. This also means that to account for post-production time, these shows are close to being ready to start shooting or already shooting in secret. If we had to guess, we'd suspect that we're going to hear a great deal more about these properties somewhere between WonderCon in the spring and Comic-Con in the summer. But wait, there's more more. Oh, my God. One of the other things that Not really got congoers excited is the confirmation of something that fans, including Kevin Feige, have been wanting to see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for quite some time now, multiversal shenanigans. According to the folks at comicbook.com, Feige said, I always wanted to do time travel, which we finally got to do in Endgame. The multiverse is Boiler the alert. next step in the evolution of the MCU, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to crack it open in ways that will have repercussions for a Disney Plus series before it that's not WandaVision, and for movies after it in a big fun way now this ties into reports that loki will also dip his toes into the multiverse in addition to the upcoming wandavision series which will directly tie into the i don't know Strange what that sequel. is now knowing that multiple series and what? movies could tie into how the wandavision in the mcu sounds like a oh they're doing a series with wanda and vision types of stories in the marvel cinematic scarlet universe. witch However, oh okay it also means we're gonna have yeah. to get used to saying the marvel cinematic multiverse instead of the marvel cinematic universe Yikes. But wait, there's more. Dude. I know. I know. The ghost of Billy Mitchell. Anyway, the final bit of news that really stoked the fires of fan speculation is when Foggy said this. The MCU is all interconnected, but we really focus on one movie at a time. He went on to say, then yes, it's always fun to see them come together in a master plan, which I promise you is well underway. <laughs> What's it all mean? Alert. So what does this mean for the future of Marvel movie team-ups? Well, it's not clear if this new Avengers-style <sighs> team-up could be a loose adaptation of a comic book event similar to Avengers Infinity War. I want to watch that shit right now. Or a new story. Now, it's hard to speculate on this too much, especially when you consider the added wrinkle of how mutants are going to be introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maybe the multiverse is the answer to all of these questions. We'll just have to wait and see. But whatever happens, <laughs> it's comforting for us to know that Feige and company have a plan. But what do you folks think? What new bit of Marvel news has you the most stoked? And what kind of new crossover event do you want to see? Something from the comics or something completely new? Personally, I want like Doom War or Secret Wars. Gimme that interdimensional Game of Thrones with the God King, Doctor Doom. I just want to see Latveria. And were you one of the fans who say that you knew about the Eternals or Guardians of the Galaxy before they became a thing? Are you lying? Are you trying to sound cool? Because it's working. Let's discuss. Thanks again to Ad Astro. Mm-mm. All right, my bail. Um, first of all, that guy. Yeah, fucking. fucking where's Jessica Chobot? You know. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Who the fuck was that guy? Um, uh, uh, second of all, I think that, uh, with them establishing a multiverse is a good way, in my opinion, for them to cover their ass. Mm-hmm. Now hear, hear me out. Hear me out. I mean, Endgame was the highest grossing movie of all time. Right? All time. All time. So if they start doing this phase four stuff, I'm going to call it the new Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's what mm. I'm going to start calling it. So when they start doing the new Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, if it doesn't pan out, then guess what? They have a way to bring those characters back. 
So I think that them establishing a multiverse is also going to be cool for uh, writing purposes and everything. But also at the end of the day, like if you fuck it up so bad that people aren't watching your movies, how much money do you have? And are you willing to pay to bring fucking Robert Downey Jr.? You know, bring Mm -hmm. him back. You know what I'm saying? Because they can do do that in the multiverse. Exactly. So that's fucking um, awesome. Yeah. So I think that that's, um, they're doubling down on the multiverse because of that, because if they fuck it up somehow, and I don't think they will, but whenever you start getting a hold of these more B and C tier, um, heroes that we're going to be working with here, um, are people going to, the, the name recognition is going to bring people in. So it's the way that they did. It's kind of brilliant. You, they brought people in with captain America. They brought people in with iron man, you know, Thor, all these established somewhat well-known names and developed these amazing properties out of. Now they're going to reach into their, their second and third string and they're going to pull them out and see how that shit fares. It's smart. Let's get the big guns out and get that shit out of the way. Move on to something else because a lot of fans are already sold on the Marvel IP as as a as it is as a brand. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. But if they're dabbling in the multiverse, then if that brand starts hemorrhaging money, guess it's okay. what? We got Downey Jr. and we mm-hmm. got fucking Chris Evans. Somebody back. can come in guess and save what? the day. Yeah, and they will. And I think it'll yeah. be all right, though, man. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. But that but, is, that's like insurance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Marvel insurance. And it's genius. It is. Now, what story that they're going to have planned out, that they're going to have this big crossover thing, I think that you they're going to... You know what gonna you're going to get, dude. You're going to get X-Men and fucking... You know they're going to do it. Avengers versus X-Men. You know what's going to happen, dude. Why would I they th- buy those characters? Right. Well, I think that that might be the big buildup. That war, that, they yeah. would need to they would need to plant those seeds like now, like m- several movies ago. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 hear, we got the me, multiverse. Well, hear me out, Trav. Hear me out. Uh, if they have a a civil war esque storyline where it, it's either one movie or it takes place across a couple of movies. Where they have the the crawl, wasn't it the crawl scree war? Mm-hmm. And uh, the scrolls, I think the scrolls, yeah, the scrolls, the, yeah, they're the showing up like Nick Kroll. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> you know, but they could have them come in. Oh, who's who's real and who's not? Which one of these motherfuckers is the real fucking Wolverine? Why are they fucking on people? You know, like you start planting that seed. And that shit, and that's going to be like mid, mid era, you know, arc. I would say they start out slow. They have something like that happen in the mid level where, um, they introduce, they introduce the idea of the X-Men of the fantastic Four, all these properties that they bought, but, oh, people are going to be mad, but it'd be a smart decision to be like, oh, why is fucking Wolverine fucking on people? And why is Cyclops fucking on people? Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's not them fucking on people. It's a motherfucking shapeshifter, dude. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
and it's and it's yeah. in a it could be in the multiverse so yeah in in this oh. universe these motherfuckers because we found out they're good guys yeah but they were always supposed to be bad guys right yeah well maybe they're bad guys in another universe yeah exactly they're leeching over into ours they're fucking on people they're doing crazy shit and then you have like oh so the x-men are bad so the avengers are like no we're gonna fuck on the bad people because we're the motherfucking avenger bitch you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you just plant those seeds by having one mid mid season mid tier whatever you want to call it crossover event that has just a handful of heroes here and there you throw a couple of new faces in there you establish some new characters and then that shit fucks off and does its own thing for for a couple of years <laughs> they got the streaming but, service they can do tv uh, shows which is yeah. why i think they're probably just gonna play it safe and i feel like they're gonna they're probably gonna it's they're we're probably more likely to see dr doom and the fantastic four before they start bringing the mutants in oh i agree and but I this is like, I feel like Doctor Doom is going to be our next multi-film build-up at least. It could be a long yeah. time, but you know it's got to be in the pipeline where they're like working on it. Yeah. Oh, of course. The way I'm to sure introduce that. it, but they just got to give it time. You got to let everybody get that bad, nasty-ass X-Men taste out of their mouth. Yeah. You know, like let them. You know. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm thinking of, though. Just look, and we what Twilight? Okay. The worst we, movie we of all, all time. We all have our own feelings toward the Twilight franchise, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what the Twilight franchise did right? They created a successful viral marketing campaign where you were either on one team yeah. or the other. What was now, it? Team Billy or Zach? What was it? Team Jacob Edward? or Team Edward? Yeah. yeah. That was now, huge. Think, but now think of that. Team X-Men, Team Avengers. And whose side are you on? Whose side are you on, dude? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like that's hard, take, man. Well, take they take a chick flick that made a decent amount of money, and you multiply that by a billion. <laughs> it's what they're gonna make, if not more. And then you got the whole world picking sides. You got people arguing on Facebook about oh, this yeah. shit. Twitter's blowing up. Like if they don't do it, they're fucking stupid. They'll do it. And what they need to do, like event, uh, when they did Civil War, that was kind of cool, but there wasn't enough of a buildup to where you're like Team Cap, you know, Team Iron Man. But if they start this shit midway through and they continue it on, let's say that they have 10 movies before they get to the end, and then you got 10 movies of building up to it where you're showing the Avengers, you're showing the X-Men, Eternals, all these other motherfuckers, and it's just building and building and building and snowballing on top of each other. By the time that movie comes out, you're going to have diehard Marvel fans split down the middle and loving every second of it. Loving it, dude. Yeah, I would love it. That's the them doing that, man, because it's going to be hard to top Endgame. Yeah. But, and we've got a long way to go before, you know, I mean, they're going to be making Marvel movies for the rest of our life. Yeah. It's happening. And it's whenever Endgame came out and I watched Endgame, I'm like, man, how are they going to fucking... How's it? How am I ever gonna be this excited again? That's how. That that's how, dude. Yeah. Doing that. You build this shit for at least. At Pushing least ten years. To, yeah, at least yeah. seven to ten movies. You build this whole anticipation for this event to happen. You build this fan base for either side because at the end of the day, guess where all the money's going? Right into Marvel's fucking pockets. Mm-hmm. 
because fuck Team X-Men and fuck Team Avengers. It's all going into the same bank account, baby. You're just growing a brand. And just the merchandising opportunities oh. alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hashtag Team X-Men. Shirts wearing all around the country. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag Team It's Avengers a yellow shirt. shirt with a blue X. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Hashtag you know? up in the corner. There's a hashtag and then a big X. Yeah. I mean, I can already see it, man. Dude, it will divide the nation. But and then we, and then we and, get the two parter where in the second half they fucking come together and and for people they got to fight someone that, else and the people who are chasing that visual high with these comic book movies get the spectacle they want. Yeah, it's it's it makes absolutely perfect sense on every conceivable. Oh, they'll do it, man. And if they don't, they're fucking up. I think they, they will. Well, if they don't do it now. Then when they decide to do it, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. You're already going to have people dropping off. They got to start now. Yeah. Building up to it. And I'm all right with a fucking seven-year build, dude. Build it, baby. Seven to ten years. I want to have arguments on this podcast with Travis. To to know the... (laughs) The what? No, I just want to have arguments on the podcast about... Your team, whatever, and I'm team, whatever. And I'm like, nah, dude, this motherfucker's going to kick this other motherfucker's ass. You don't even know. And Travis like, they got a motherfucking Hulk. And I'm like, bitch, we got a She-Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want that conversation in my life. Or just or just the possibility of eventually seeing a movie where Wolverine is a member of the Avengers or something. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Dude, why else would they buy that shit? Yeah. Now it's like, well, they got Fantastic Four. It's like, and? I mean, I'm sure they could do something cool with that. Yeah. And if anybody's running Fantastic Four, I want it to be Kevin Feige. He's got a good track record. A damn good track record, you know? Yeah. Giving the fans what they want and not letting the fucking studio and the internet fuck the movies up. I think yeah. I think the next Fantastic Four film is gonna finally nail it. We're gonna get it. Yeah. Well, if anybody can do it, that's the man that can, and I'm excited because that's Marvel's family, dude. And Feige, we trust. Yeah. Hashtag Team Feige. I'm getting a tattoo across my wrist. Please, and Feige, dude. we trust. Remember, like in Spot, we trust. For, yeah, I'll do. I'll pay. In Feige, it. we trust, dude. I, I got all the faith in the world in this dude. As long as there's no fucking Me Too shit on him. <laughs> Or he fucking, they dig up an old tweet from 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did Twitter exist 30 years ago? We found it. He etched I'm, this bitch in a stone tablet. I'm even okay with this. Uh, <laughs> we found an old Betamax tape. Yeah, it's like, um, who has a Betamax player? Yeah. Why is um, Oh, fuck. <laughs> when that chick steps down from Star Wars, and it will happen. Kathleen Kennedy. She will have to go at some point. Yeah. He's like the only person that I'm like, give it to him. Yeah. Because he doesn't always, he don't have to be on set. He's just got to listen to the, you know, like, give me the storyline. What are we doing? Okay, that's good. Do it. Go. Yeah, that's bad. Don't do that. This is great. Do that. Because, you know, the, the difference, and it's all coming from Disney, but the difference between what I've seen from Marvel and Star Wars is that she like went back on people after yeah. she gave them a movie. 
I mean, dude, they, there was going to be another Han Solo movie. The, those brothers were supposed to make something like. Yeah. And then shit pop it went off, and she was like, "Nope, she just canceled it," because she's yep. got the power to do that. Feige, man, he wouldn't have done it. No. No way. I don't. He's not even the one that let James Gunn go. Mm-mm. So. And Feige, we trust. And Feige, we trust, dude. Or at least I do. I don't know about y'all, but. Yeah, I'm cool. How, how long had we been watching those movies from the from that first Iron Man movie until Endgame? Yeah. How long was that? Ten years. Ten fucking years, dude. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a big part of my life. It those really movies. is. And it doesn't feel like it's been ten years, but it sure as shit has. Well, it's been twelve, man. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because it came out in what two thousand eight? No, two thousand seven. There you go. Zane, I down. 2008. Yeah, you're right, because Infinity War got the uh, 10-year anniversary uh, Marvel card. Yeah. And it was directed by John Favreau, dude. Well, Who I would fucking be, knew? I would be okay with Favreau taking over the mantle of the Star Wars universe. He's done really good with this series. Yeah. They gave me something new, man. Yeah. Some new, new. Because, like, here's what I want, dude. And there's already been little rumblings about it. Long time ago, on a podcast far, far away, Griffin was talking about him doing Knights of the Old Republic Game of Thrones style. You know, like, dragon, like, long episodes, a lot of talking, you know? Yeah. Dude, that would be, I would love to see that shit. Yeah. I would love it would be so good. Get some good actors in there, dude. Yeah. Good British actors, you know? Some strong British. Yeah. And just let them fucking just, you know, Game of Thrones in space, baby. Like, that'd be awesome as fuck. Uh, Do y'all remember the movie Firestarter? Yeah, based off that Stephen King. Bloomhouse is doing a remake, they're rebooting it. Have they got Keith a, Thomas is the director. They don't have a trailer or anything, do they? No, nah, this is this is on IMDb's uh, new news thing. Uh, I figured that would happen with all this, the King, all this King stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um. Right now, every movie news website you go to is nothing but Star Wars, dude. Oh yeah, I know. I want to see it. What are we gonna do, yeah. guys? We got to watch this shit. I, I'm we gonna gotta try watch, to watch it. it. Well, I'm gonna try to watch it between this coming weekend and the weekend after the first. I don't know because my schedule's all yeah. over the place. You know what I mean? But if we can lock in a day to have watched it by this day, I can mm-hmm. make it work. Well, I'll go anytime. Just whenever. Uh, you you want to go together? Mm, I mean, ugh. I'll drive. <laughs> I'll drive over there. Over here. We'll meet halfway. Rome. Uh, Rome? That ain't halfway, is it? Is it? Is there a theater there? Yeah, dude. Oh. How far away are you from Rome? I don't I don't. It's it's probably about halfway. You're right. Because I'm about an hour. It's about halfway. Yeah. I'll hit your rod with you, Griff. See? Here's what we could do. Now this is just I'm not whispering sweet nothings, okay? Right, right. We could uh, 
meet up, grab some food, or here's what here, do we do this? We meet up, we catch an early show. Yeah. And then we go out and eat, put the pod down, put the damn thing on the table. Yeah. Talk about it. You know, a little dinner and a movie. Because well, we've talked about doing that for years, and we've never be, done it. It'd have to be a late show in the work for me if it's on a weekend, because I'd have to have to allocate the whole job thing. It's kind of yeah. too soon to request off. I found a theater. I don't remember exactly where it was that was perfectly halfway between both of us. When you were going to go watch... Uh... Tarantino's flute. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. We'll smoke it over. We'll yeah. talk about it. We'll haze on it. We ain't gonna make, we're gonna haze daily on it. <laughs> we're gonna make no promises. But. We'll watch I wish it. that it lined up with episode 150. I know, right? I wish because we do, we gotta do something good for 150, guys. It's. It's a big deal. It's 150, man. And it's fucking coming up fast. We're episode 143 <laughs> right now. It seems like it's taking forever just to get here. Yeah, Y'all realize that we started this podcast in 2016? It's fucking weird. And we've done one a week. You know, Lord willing, the creek didn't rise. We've yeah. done one a week since then. Yeah. And I th- I feel like this is the only thing I've ever like stuck with like this like I know right I mean dude <laughs> it won't be long we'll be at two hundred well I'm cool with it we'll we'll talk about it yeah we'll come up with something good we'll talk about it we'll, we'll mull it over and we can it would be cool to get to let's just rent one yeah and we'll set the mic no I don't want to talk. As a matter of fact, I don't want to sit next to you. you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I need a seat between us. Come on, dude. Dude, I'm well, big in there. I can't. That's fair enough. I like to spread out. We can do like, we can watch the movie and do like Jane Silent Bob did. And just Get up in front of the people and be like, what's up, people? And they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, fuck you. That's who I am. <laughs> You do the whole spell. I'd have to learn it. Firestarter. I don't think I've ever seen that one. That's the one with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But Bloomhouse got it. Bloomhouse is hit and miss, dude. Yeah, they are. They're hit and miss. There's been a few a few back a while back it was one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a Bloomhouse. It's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. But then after I watched a cut I got a I got a couple of duds, I was like, eh. Will Ferrell to star in Netflix remake of documentary The Legend of Cocaine Island. Wow. Never heard of it. I think that's where Epstein went. <laughs> Let's see here. I got a question for you guys. Do you guys consider Die Hard 1988? Is that a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Takes place on Christmas, right? They're at a Christmas party. Let me throw this list at you. We got a list of we got a holiday themed movies that aren't technically Christmas movies. All right, here we go. Die Hard. Yes. Christmas flick. Batman Returns, nineteen ninety two. Remember the Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, let's see what we got. Black Christmas. 
1974. Never yeah. seen it. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Gremlins. Yes. Oh, Home Alone, dude. How is that not a fucking Christmas? Movie? Well, it's not. It's not a theme. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not the Grinch or something. Like it's. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Never seen it, but I know every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Right. Right. Iron Man three. Like Christmas is going on. They're like standing here. There's a Christmas tree. Uh, uh, oh, here we go. Lethal Weapon. Shows uh, him and they're standing here in front of the Christmas tree talking. Yeah. Yeah. A Long Kiss Goodnight. I don't, Shit, I don't know I that. that. Now, wait, forever. wait, wait. This don't make sense here. The Nightmare Before Christmas? Why is that on this list? That's Dude, that bad. is a Christmas movie. Well, that's a Thanksgiving movie. Is it? Because you're halfway between Halloween and Christmas. That's a Thanksgiving movie. All right, let's see what we got. Trading Places. <laughs> you remember him dressed up in the Santa Claus? Yeah. Then that's it. Um. Well, I've got some news here. Hit me with it. So, Akira movie is officially removed from Warner Brothers' release slate. It's not coming out? No. Those hoping wow. to someday... Those hoping to someday see the world of Akira brought to the big screen in live action will need to wait a whole lot longer, says Warner Brothers. Um, has removed the project from its release schedule entirely. The studio recently did some shifting with its release date calendar, firming up its plans for 2020 and 2021. Originally, Akira was supposed to arrive in time for summer 21. That's no longer the case. Warner Brothers has set The Matrix 4 to arrive on May the 21st, 2021, which had been the date set aside for Akira live-action remake. Instead, it will go to one of the most successful franchises in the studio's history. As for the, the adaptation of the beloved manga, uh, Takawa Titi is still on board to direct. The idea had been for him to helm Akira before moving on to Thor, Love, and Thunder at Marvel. However, the production schedules got pushed a, a little too close together, and that didn't come to pass. Watiti did express that he fully intends to circle back to the project after his next adventure in the MCU is complete. Even though many fans likely to be upset about this news, the fact that Warner Brothers pulled a care from its schedule isn't too surprising. Back in July, production was delayed indefinitely. Just when it seemed like things were finally gearing up, for real this time. Akira has been with the studio since 2002, with various filmmakers becoming attached and subsequently departing along the way. Takawa Titi, given the success of Thor Ragnarok, seemed like the right guy for the job, and he very well may be, may still be. But with Thor Love and Thunder not hitting theaters until November the 5th of 2021, it's going to be a while. There's another interesting element to this release date shuffle. As it just so happens, Lionsgate had previously set John Wick 4 to open on May the 21st, 2021. That means assuming things stick, but it's possible something could change between now and then. It's going to be Keanu Reeves versus Keanu Reeves at the box office that weekend. Reeves will be battling against himself in two of his most iconic franchises. One can only hope this ends up happening, as as it's surely going to be fun to watch. Warner Brothers also 
set a release date for the Flash solo movie and bumped up the release date of the new Mortal Kombat film. Akira is based on the manga. The book was previously turned into an acclaimed anime, which was released in 1988. Leonardo DiCaprio is currently on board to produce the movie. Whether or not he's still involved when the movie finally gets the green light is another question entirely. We'll be sure to keep you posted on further details on the live action version. On the live action version, further details on the live action version are made available. This news was previously reported on the wrap. Now, is that something y'all want to see? I don't know anything about that. We watched it. Is that the one where he turned into the blob? Yeah. And the babies? Yeah. That's going to be a fucking weird movie, dude. Yeah, I know. I think they should make that movie. I think that it needs to happen. And I think him directing it is the best. Why not, dude? Dude, he did work on four. Yeah. Did y'all know, a little fun fact for you, the last episode of The Mandalorian, Chapter 8, he directed it. No shit. He directed it. Wow. He's also doing Love and Thunder, but guess what he's doing? It's already been announced. He um, directed episode one of Time Bandits. Are they making a Time Bandit they're, series? They're doing it, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are they going to be midgets still? I don't know. Yeah. But they're doing Time Bandits, man. He's already been announced to direct it. There That's it is. That's amazing. I just went to his uh, IMDb because well, I was going to see if that Akira was on here. But he really proved himself. Like, yeah, he with did. that Thor movie? Yeah. He's got my vote. He can direct I'll, anything. I'll watch anything. I'm like, dude, that Thor movie fucking, that shit slaps. He directed the, the I can't wait for this series. I know that The Mandalorian is going to leave us was such a fucking cliffhanger. Did you know he did five episodes of the Inbetweeners? No. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, you want some Tarantino news? I want it, man. All right. So Quentin Tarantino is teasing the possibility of Kill Bill Volume 3, admitting he has an idea in mind should he ever pursue the project. Speaking with Andy Cohen for an interview on Andy Cohen Live, Tarantino revealed he recently spoke with Kill Bill star Uma Thurman and the potential of a third movie, suggesting there's a strong possibility of it happening sometime down the road. When asked directly if there would, in fact, be Kill Bill 3, Tarantino had this to say. Well, I just so happened to have dinner (laughs) with Uma Thurman last night. (laughs) I do have an idea of what I would do. That was the whole thing. was conquering that concept, exactly what's happened to the bride. And do I want to do and do what I want to do? Because I wouldn't want to just come up with some cockamamie adventure. She doesn't deserve that. Is this what he said? Yeah. Okay. You know, the bride has fought long and hard. But now I actually actually have an idea that can be interesting. I wouldn't do it for a little bit. It would be at least three years from now or something like that. But I got a, definitely. <laughs> I got a question, Mr. Tarantino. Is this going to be your final film? Yes. <laughs> Do y'all remember a few years ago when there was he teased the fact that you remember the little girl? Yeah. And she looked at her and said, "If you ever want to like do something about this, find me when you get older." Yeah, uh, the black girl. The yeah. Black girl. When he when she fucked her mom up, 
So is yeah. that it? I mean, that's got to be it. Well, they would be old enough to reprise yeah, the role. Yeah, the girl could come back and fucking kill the bride, dude. Yeah. And then, do you really feel bad that she killed her? Because no, you, you she witnessed her fucking murder of mom. Yeah. And that's well, like him. Well, considering the bride's t- uh, story went full circle, she was able to kill Bill. Like, and, Bill's are, and Bill's dead, so he ain't coming back. Not only is he dead, dead. he's dead in real life. Yeah, well, everybody's dead. She killed everybody. Except for the little girl. Well, and she didn't kill... uh, What was that older chick's name? Pussy Wagon? No. Um, Some call her that. She was. I know who you're talking uh, about. The blind chick? Yeah, with the eye patch. That she fought in the trailer. Yeah, she just pulled her other eye out. So she's blind. she didn't. Yeah, so she didn't technically kill her, but but uh, in this article, it says that he's got his next three years mapped out. Um, though he makes it clear he won't be making another movie, Tarantino reveals he has written a play as well what? as a five episode. Yeah, as well as a five episode TV series. The filmmaker doesn't elaborate on the specifics of either of these projects, but notes he plans on finishing them before he fully commits to whatever his next big his next big screen movie will be. I want um, my fucking Star Trek movie, dude. I think that I think he's just going to write that though. He's not going to direct it. Wait, it says something else to consider here would be Tarantino's relation, uh, his revelation that his tenth movie will be his last before he retires as a filmmaker. Kill Bill Three ends up becoming Tarantino's next big screen project. Could very well be the curtain call for his work as a director as well. Similarly, if Tarantino instead directs his planned R-rated Star Trek movie, that could thwart his idea of making another Kill Bill. Of course, plans to retire can always change as well if Tarantino decides he isn't quite finished telling stories yet after the release of his next movie. I can add to it. So under his writer credit, after Once Mm -hmm. Upon a Time in Hollywood, we got Untitled Star Trek Project Story announced. We got Kill Bill Volume 3 announced. We also have a comic that he wrote, Django slash Zorro. Tell me what read that shit. Well, I think that they're talking about adapting that into a film. I think it would be better as a like a TV series. Yeah. But let me throw this at you. Under director credits, none of that other stuff is under director credits. Kill Bill, none of that. But what is? The only thing that comes after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that goddamn Star Trek project, dude. Dude, if right. he writes that shit, he's got to direct it because he's got that. Yeah. He's got that eye, man. Yeah, that, I know. I kind of want to read this comic book. Well, he's working on a five-episode series. What if that's oh, it? Oh, I bet Netflix? that's it, dude. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Now, I feel like it, sh- and it could go straight to Netflix, dude. You know who should play Zorro? Who? The Are you guys blade? ready to? Yeah. Are you guys ready to have your fucking mind hole blown? Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. Boom. Dude, he'd be amazing. Right? Put oh. a bow on that bitch. Jamie Foxx, the Mandalorian. It um. would be awesome because he's got that he can do the voice. Yeah, he did it he in can fucking, fucking Game of he can fucking Spanish it up a little, you know? Yeah. Mm. Boom. 
So uh, that's all the movie news I really see. If y'all want to move over into, uh, let me throw this at you: the next Power sure. Ranger movie is going to involve time travel. I haven't watched the other. I haven't seen one since Ivan Ooze. Yeah. But they they're saying you know it's been on TV for 25 years. Yeah. And they did a movie in 2017. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it, Trav? No, I have not. But what if they'd go like back in time? Because, you know, we all know our Power Rangers are the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. I'm not in with that fucking space, fucking the one with the ATVs. and. Yeah. If we they take it back, dude. Yeah. Push it to the limit one more time. One more time. One more time. I, uh, <clears throat> I do want to give this an honorable mention. Travis. Yeah. Do you have Netflix? Yeah. If you get a chance, if you haven't already, watch the Power Rangers episode of Toys That Made Us. All right. Uh, prepare to have your fucking mind blown. You are the you're like the second or third person that has recommended the that show. <laughs> well, the uh, specifically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode and the Power Rangers because I'll give you a sneak peek into it. So. <sighs> Guess who wanted to bring the uh, Power Rangers to the United States before Saban got a hold of them? Who? Saban. Motherfucking Stan Lee. Boom. Oh, did they tell him that it wasn't a good idea? Yep, and I'm leaving it at that. You got to watch the episode. Dude, it's so fucking good. Was he behind them bringing it, though? He went to the studio and tried to get them to greenlight it. He wanted to do the same thing Saban did and the rest of the people. He wanted to take the footage of the, the monsters fighting, film uh, a teenage drama in the U.S., and put it on TV. They said it'll never work. Like 10 years later, uh, Saban came in, and the chick that worked at the that worked with Stan Lee was now the head of the television division of Fox. And he was like, I got this idea, bitch. Power Rangers. Motherfucking kaiju fights, teenage drama, right after school. And she's like, we tried to get this shit made 10 years ago. Here's some money. Go make it happen. Wasn't that it's, dude from, like, Israel? Yes. It's fascinating. Do y'all I know mean, what his net worth I is? I feel like they. I feel like if given the proper treatment, they could make a, a fun blockbuster out of that. Listen, franchise. guys. Listen. This dude million? is. No, dude. This dude is 75 years old. Two point nine billion dollars, and oh, it's all—it's all <laughs> he is. It's all fucking Power Rangers, dude. Yeah, Power Rangers put him there. Here's yeah. the thing, Saban, dude. It's fucking Saban, dude. It's spelled <laughs> just like Nick Saban. It's Saban, bro. Yeah. Roll Tide. It's Saban. Well, like I remember as a kid, like the 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 original Mighty Morphin. Oh, I loved movie. it, man. Like it was, it was a, it was a perfect kid Loved adventure it. movie, dude. They fucking get their Zords wrecked. They gotta go get the OG ones from yeah. another goddamn planet. Like, dude, hanging out know, at the max. Like, it, like, and that's the thing. It, when, when you're doing this, the, the, these types of films, man, you keep it, you keep it lighthearted, but good enough and well written enough to be a decent story, and then. When you go into your CGI fest, I mean, you get you you revel, you make it intense, mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean, 
Dude, the, I was the, such a big Mighty Morphin Power Rangers dude, just fan. The, I just remember as a kid, man, the classic Goldo story would make a great fucking movie. Y'all well, know they, who was my favorite? Who? Green Ranger. Y'all remember when the Green Ranger went bad? He had to fight himself? Yep. I love the it Green Ranger, dude. I love the fucking dagger. I love the outfit because he was the only one. They all look the same. They're just different colors, but he had that fucking the shoulder pads. Yeah. And then he turned into white. The White Rangers costume was pretty cool, but that Green Ranger shit. When he when he switched from the Tiger to the Falcon, I was like, okay, I'm a fan now. Well, what was that fucking Save the City Fuck the Day motherfucker he had before? Oh, the fucking Dragon Zord, man. That would come up out of the damn water? Yeah. What's that that term you've coined? Shit that shaped you? That's the shit that shaped us. I was the Red Ranger because that was the only costume I could get. I was the Red Ranger. As old as that show was when it came out and and stuff. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, it, it showed you that the formula that Marvel's got now and everything, it shows you that it works in the, 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 the visual, the Proofs video, the you know, the, in the motion picture format. Yep. That first Power Ranger movie they did was good, but I, I mean, haven't good, seen anything since then. they adventure films for sure, man. You got fucking... You got Zordon, dude. He's like, Ragers, bring me a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Y'all remember when they show you Zordon and he's like laying on that fuck on those crystals oh, and he's all, dying? All fucked up, yeah. He looks like fucking the Emperor. Mm. He's wearing this weird like corduroy's jacket. Yeah. Nah, I, I'm just saying they. I, I I saw later on like I think it was like Power Rangers like Turbo or something. Yeah. I ran across it one day and I was like, "What is this fuckery, dude?" Yeah, I was on my way out when they introduced. What is this? That was around the time I started like. What is what? Why they got four wheelers and shit? Like that what was is around this? the time I think I switched to Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. That was right about the time I switched to Pussy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. If that goes without saying, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. You're like, you, all right. uh, if you guys ever get a chance, I'm gonna watch to it because I love the Power Rangers, dude. It's fascinating, dude. Trent the, tried the to make of- me feel like shit one day. I was like, "Fucking body more for Power Rangers." He was like, "Yeah, I'm a little too old for that." I was like, "Dude, you didn't fucking watch the Power Rangers, bro. We can't even be it. friends." Like, yeah. We should do a. Uh, was it worth it, man? Like the, the movie, the, the old movie childhood. and the new movie. Yeah, for our childhood's sake. I'm cool with that. Y'all remember the damn skating scene they open with? Yep. What song were they playing? Yes. Boys the are back in town. Uh, the Scott no, I've seen. It's uh that Chili Pepper song. Um, higher ground. It's a Chili Pepper song, man. I can't never forget it. No, it's Free Ride. Dude. It's Free Ride, dude. It That's it. But they did play that Chili Pepper. They song. They did, that. but whenever they open with it, and they're all skating around town and, and it meeting ends up. With, Come it ends on with and take Halen, a free ride. When it's doing the fireworks. Yeah, it did end with Van Halen. What a nineties movie. Nineties right? as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know Tommy's still out there, dude. Fucking playing it up, dude. 
and he's signing fucking autographs and yeah i've seen interviews with that guy he uh so the, apparently they tried to get him for the remake i know a little bit of the the, the one stuff. they did in 2017 yeah try, but the thing is he he's hardcore he's not gonna mess with it unless it's the saban saban however you pronounce the company if they're not backing it in complete totality he's not he ain't fucking with it he's fucking true dude and he you know he needs the money but he's still like nah dude uh, Y'all ain't he, fucking Power Rangers up. I gotta I go to cons. Very, and... uh, I believe he's like a big Christian too. Oh, so he's, oh. he's he's not down with the gritty interpretation of the Rangers and stuff. Right. Y'all remember a few years ago the whole uh, Mortal Kombat thing where they went dark with it? Yeah. What about a Dark Ranger movie? I'd watch. Well, remember they okay. made that. Well, the Bootleg Universe does a great short film with that. I think I've yeah. seen that and it was good. I'd watch that movie because look, they dude, made it to where they were more. They pretty much are all master chiefs, like yeah, trained little kid soldiers and whatnot. Yeah. Because if you think about it, everyone that was there when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was a thing, we're all old now. Yeah. So you need to up. You need to upscale, dude. You hit me with a rated R Rangers, dude. Yeah. I watch that shit. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do the short film, right? Was he in right. it? No, someone was in got, it. They got someone. The Red Ranger. I, I think Billy. Wasn't he the Blue Ranger? Billy the was one? Blue Ranger. I mean, he wasn't gay on the show. He's gay in real life. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I wasn't gonna say sorry, it, Billy. but since you did, <laughs> sorry, Billy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not. It's He's not like, bad thing. Bring that hey. Zord over here, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. We got trailers. Yeah, I'm ready. For we got them, trailers. I'm good to go. But fuck you. Mighty Morphin what? Power Rangers was awesome. Oh. Oh, you're talking to someone. In- I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it was awesome, dude. You had to be there. Right. And I just so happened to be there, dude. Loved it. I hate- I hate that whenever I open the links for these trailers, they just start fucking playing. You don't have uh, Magic Actions installed? I thought I did, but hell, I guess not. If you have it installed, you have to go in there and tell it to auto-pause automatically. We'll work on it after the pod. (laughs) I'll help you. Put you in my pocket. So where are we starting with? At the top? Yeah. Hold on one second. I almost got it. Got them all pulled up. I got who's this trailer? We got a shitload of fucking trailers here, guys. I mean, there's a few. We don't have to watch them all, but does this one have house in it? It does. Yeah. I think we watched a teaser on that, but that's a full blown trailer. Right. So I, you know, it it dropped a few days ago. (laughs) I put it in there. We ain't got to watch them all, but if you guys will start at the top as we watch them, I'll delete them. Yeah, to I'm just good. start. At I got escape from petrol oil. Yeah, <laughs> petrol. Whatever. Uh, I don't know, dude. I've, I've seen this trailer. It's pretty good. I haven't. I watched half of it enough to know I wanted to put it in here, and I beat yeah. you. I know you did beat me. I, I beat you, motherfucker. I'm ready when y'all are. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Look serious. All right, here we go. 
Daniel Radcliffe thriller movie. Fuck that guy. Dude, <laughs> you're the white Mandela. That dude's acting his ass off, dude. Is this based on a true story or something? Blonde dude looks familiar. I don't know who. Oh, there we go. It looks good, dude. Who's this blonde dude, man? He looks familiar, man. Oh, man, I wish. I'll find out. Oh, um, old Blondie over here, Daniel Weber, was in The Punisher, the TV series. Uh, he was in The Dirt. He looks so familiar. What about... He's done a bunch of shorts. What war? It looks intense, man. Look at old Ratcliffe coming in with Clutch. He's a good actor, man. Fucking owning it. Hang on, I'm bringing y'all in. Wait, is there going to close with something? All right. Oh, it breaks out March the 6th. That's funny. Looks, Looks good, pretty right? good, dude. Looks yeah, serious dude. as fuck. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm ready for the next one. Which is Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> yeah. All right, there here we go, go, guys. We got our Top Gun trailer. Now, keep in mind, does all of his own stunts. Y'all ready? Ready, Trav? Three, two, one, play. Number eight trending right now. Well, it's got damn almost eight million hits. Prediction. There's going to be jets. Here it comes. No. It's a drone. Look, dude, he's driving a motorcycle again. Remember he did that in the first one. For speed? For Scientology? That's the new goose. Oh, I recognize him. That's just going to be intense. Look. Here he is, dude.
We're sending you to fucking Europa. When you leave here, do your sock eval. I heard he was. He looks rough, though. All right, something's going to go wrong. Something's got to go wrong. Here it is. Something's going wrong. Was that John Hamm? I got something to say. There we go. Something's going wrong. Don't fly over Russia. Hang on. Look here. Holy shit. Dude, it... Wait, dude. It knocked up the fucking top of the building, but it didn't knock that dude over? Yeah. All right, I got to fucking... <clears throat> hang on. I got to look this up. I got to say something. No. <laughs> got the hiccups? A little bit. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. The budget for this movie is $152 million. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they're going to release it in Singapore first. I don't know. That's just what they're doing. That's weird. Do we really need another Top Gun movie? Yeah, dude. Really. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> Why, dude? Because it's fucking Dude, it's like the need for speed of planes, man. No, not need for speed. What's the what's the driving movies? Uh Fast and Paul Walker? Yeah. Do we really Oh he is, dude. Val Kimmer's in it, dude. I see the cast. This movie's gonna make about six hundred million. It's gonna make its budget back twice. Yeah. For for damn sure. sure. Yeah. But do we really need another one? I mean, technically... But man, they could have spent that money on another movie. A better, They could have made four movies with that money. Yeah, I know. They could have made our movie, man. Don't forget about our movie. Which one? We've All got so of many. them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we do we really need... need another Top Gun? We would only need like two million. We wouldn't need that much. Yeah. We just need well, that's just some breathing room because... Whatever uh, Jack Black and exactly. Ferris Bueller's uh, minimum. They're is. at a That's point like, in their career that when they read our script, they'll go, I'll do it for nothing because yeah, I want right. to be in it. Yeah. I want to fuck a gold globe <laughs> <It'll> be a, <laughs> for best it'll be comedy. We got, we got uh, Jack Black. We got um, fucking uh, Stranger Things. Dennis uh, or... Uh, Dennis, um, yeah, Hopper. Yeah, being the fucking the dude, the tax man. I want to watch that. I do too, so bad. We got to get on it, dude. We got to make it. We got to write it. We got to write. I think. It. If, I think if we wrote that and then we carried it to somebody, we'll get in the fucking Discord call with them and be like, "Look, this is what we got." Yeah, and we're recording you right now, so you can't steal our shit. It's time stamped. Yeah. And we're just mouth. I know my rights. Yeah, right. We'll have Corey on the on retainer for us. He knows his rights. 
For sure, dude. I'm like, Corey, get in here. Know our rights. <laughs> He's the rights guy, yeah. man. They'll say something, and Corey will say, fucking motherfucker, wow. slow down. <laughs> like, the fuck do you think you are? We all yeah. shit and fucking piss under the same sun. It's like, God damn, like, calm down. We're trying to get money out of this dude. Like, is this your attorney? It's like, no, nah, it's just some friendly It's our guy. Corey. Yeah. Y'all don't have a Corey. Yeah. We got, we got two This is our libertarian out. friend, and the guy's like, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> taxation is theft. Um, like, is, is that one that shows about a tax man? I it's mean, like, uh, sure. I would watch that show on HBO. It's got to be HBO. Yeah. Got to be. Got to be HBO. I don't fuck with Showtime, dude, since Dexter. That's so fucking funny. He's a libertarian. Yeah. Oh. Oh, when people hear that, they're like, God damn it. I'm not going to get... This is going to be so hard. Then he starts talking to Corey. He's like, hey, hang on. Fuck you. No. Next. <laughs> It's like, no, dude, this is, the, there's no next. This is the only person. Yeah. I'm all, I'm just all fun and games. Yeah. Love you, Corey. What's uh, our next trailer? Uh, we got Angel. Is it about? Look at that screenshot. That's fucking Corey Taylor, dude. <laughs> the neck's not wide enough. Nah, dude, this is a, this is a mask <laughs> sequel. Ain't that the oh, mask God. from the mask? I think so. Why but are the eyebrows like, upside down? What? Well, I, I think that mouth, that mask, the mouth is giving the blowjob. The wah, other wah, mask wah, wah, wah. is the, the receiving the blowjob yeah. mask. You know Are you ready? Three, two, one, play. Horror movie. It's in the title. Never heard of it. Tire swing. Leaves crunch. This is a B movie for sure. Who's this guy? Yeah. It ain't no parasite, that's for sure. I like that um filter they're using. Look, who's this? Skip it around back there. Please be a comedy. Walkie-talkies? What fucking year is this? This is terrible. Oh, my God. I never want to see this movie. Ever. Come on, man. I'm so sorry that I put that trailer. I I didn't know. I didn't watch <laughs> it. I, I don't watch them. Because <laughs> it takes away from the... You're podlocked on it? I'm podlocked on these trailers, dude. And the only reason I dropped the next one is because it's got fucking 110% in it. We just go out there and give them 110%. It's called Line of Descent. 
decent. 110%. Y'all know y'all like bedazzled. I do. Let's give it a go. I'm ready. Damn the devil. Three, two, one, play. What's his name? Brendan Frazier. I feel like at the end of this trailer, I'm going to say, what's up with that hand tattoo? He's like, don't put the coin in that pocket. It'll get mixed in with the other change. All right, dude. He's Charlie. Is that Freddie Mercury? I like what's this voice he's doing? He's got a cold. I like Brendan Fraser. Monkey bone up in this bitch. I've never heard him talk that way. What is he dressed up like? It's a foreign dude. I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to Google it. He kind of sounds like he's pulling a Michael C. Hall. Michael Chow. Michael Chow, y'all. Comes out November the 15th, so it's already released. Oh, language is Hindi English. Hmm. Promising young woman. Yeah. It's that new new man. Got Carrie Mulligan in it. I don't even know who that is. Do you? Adam Brody, Allison Britton. No. Why'd you say it like you know? Because it was in the title. <laughs> ready when y'all are. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Promising young woman. What's happening? Why do they show you the trailer before they show you the trailer? What's she doing? He looks familiar. Sinister violins. Wait. Was that toxic? Is it? Oh, it's fucking... It's what's his name? Fucking... What's his name, dude? It's McLovin, dude! Dude, that is toxic. Oh, it's fucking funny song guy. 
Fucking superstar, dude. What's his name? He does those funny songs. Bo Bynum, that's it. I'm going Harley Quinn on you, bitch. What's happening? This trailer don't make sense. Blow up doll. I learned nothing from that trailer. I did. What'd you learn? So, She's running an experiment? No, she was obviously raped by somebody, maybe one of her teachers or something in medical school. She told everybody about it. They didn't believe her, so she was ran out of school, basically. So because of it. How the fuck did you get all of that from that? Because of the conversation that the two chicks were having. Like, you remember what happened to me while I had to drop out of medical school? Oh. And she's like, yeah, nobody believed you and all this kind of stuff, but I believe you. So it's that whole idea of, like, she got raped. She said something about it. Nobody believed her. So since that nobody wants to believe her, she's going to take it into her own hands. She's going to start dextering motherfuckers. Pretty much. Might be all right. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. The trailer was... Me too. You know, yeah, me too for sure. <laughs> the me too movement. Ready for the next one, guys. What do you got pulled up? The host. Right, let's do it. You ready, Griffin? Three, two, one, play. Rated R. Oh, pretty place. Who's this? Shout, dude. Dude, I swear. I I knew you were going to say that. I, I wanted to say it. Get out of my fucking head, dude. She's hot. Oh, that's a lot of money. What's happening? Amsterdam. I don't like it, but... What's happening, man? It looks like something I've seen before. I've seen this movie. Airbnb. They're getting murdered. Hello, Dakota. What was that knife doing? (laughs) Wait, what's happening? 
list. Yeah. <laughs> Seen it. Yeah. A hundred times. Post. Hated it. What we got next? The Whistlers. Is this about the guy that worked with Blade? Whistler? <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're all, all welding at that at once, and they all have Bad Moon Rising playing from their respective radios, but it's out of sync. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and so it's just it. noise. You just hear <laughs> yeah. Bad Moon Rising, and it's all out of sync. Like some songs are ending, some songs are finishing. That's funny, Travis. That's funny. Y'all ready? It's the Whistlers, guys. Retro. Three, two, one, play. The Whistlers. Oh. What language is that? It's sexy. Yeah. Look, it's the filter. Here we go. The police hear me whisper. I'm going to jail. Can't nobody whisper like that. Whisper, whistle. All I can hear is Bad Moon Rising, dude. You fucked me. Oh, here we go. We whistle. And if you do not like the whistle, then fuck you. This is the whistle. I I think the same. We saw the other trailer where the guy was like, where's my money? It's That sounds like Italian. Is that Italian? I think it's Italian. Oh. They need to make a better trailer. Whistle! (coughs) I'm so sorry. I'd watch it. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> Thirty twenty two. I mean, I'm in, dude. I'm in already. Hit me with that futuristic shit. I'm in. Yeah. Slay into it. Guys. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Is it rated R? Sci-fi movie. Oh, Saban, dude. Look at this. Why is it blurry? Something's happening. The bitch is fucking blowing up, dude. I recognize him. We stab people. Oh, oh, 
Smoking a cigarette in space, dude, that's too much fucking oxygen. Hang on. So empty. He looks like fucking discount fucking um Oh shit, dude. Y'all remember the movie three he looks like discount three hundred. What's his name? Gerard Way. He looks like him, dude. Yeah, Ron <laughs> Gerard. Uh, he's not okay, dude. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Didn't he look like him? I yeah, thought it was him at first. I was like, nah, that ain't him. He wouldn't do this. Now, this is a case of do we really need a movie of this? I say I we, we do. do. You don't like them practical jokers, Trav? I ain't got a problem with them. I just don't know if I Trav movies. You haven't even seen the trailer yet. Larry! You, you had, <laughs> did you watch the trailer, Griffin? No. You podlocked it? Yep. Of course, man. Let's watch it. Let's let's watch the trailer and then let's see what you gotta say, Trav. Yeah. You ready, Griffin? Three, two, one, play. Oh. Oh, so they do the show, but it's the movie version. It's just a show. Are they at like Ruby Falls? Yeah, I know who that is. I can't remember her name. Paul Abdul. I love it. I love it. It's fucking jackass, dude. Man, the camera's so much better. Oh, my God. It looks like they're going Sasha Baron Conan, dude. They're doing the whole put real people in their movie. Now, do I think it's theater worthy? I don't know about that. That's that's they're not they're not pulling jackass numbers on on theater, dude. They're yeah. But I'm watching it. I'm down. I love them practical jokers. Trav, you watch the show? Yeah, I've watched it. You know that Q, the one that looks like Rosie O'Donnell, he's on Tell Him Steve Dave. Like we heard Q Q was a sound man before what was crazy was Q was just the dude that was there. Hanging out with the other two guys that were in a movie, Kevin Smith movie. And then he ended up having a bigger career than both of them put together. Like, 
What's their What's their title they go by? The fucking Hamlocks. What is it? The Tenderloin. The Hamlocks. I knew it was something like that. Man, if I could get another if I could get another Tenderloin podcast, I'd be good. Yeah, right. I ain't fucking trying to get up on that JV squad. I was gonna drop this trailer and then Griffin beat me to it. The only reason I was gonna drop it, I saw Colin Fair. I was like, hey. This is okay. that movie that Guy Ritchie's doing. Oh. It's got Matthew McConaughey. Charlie Hunnam, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant. Y'all ready? Remember, we watched the trailer for it. Let's do it. You ready, Trav? I'm ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. He looks like somebody that should wear a hat like that. No ambush. That's Thor's brother. Is that Thor's brother? Looks like Thor's brother. What's his name? What's that? Dun, 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 dun. I want to watch it. It's going to be good, dude. Mm. Low and slow. He's got an earring. See his earring? I want to see it. It's going to be good. Is his name Charlie something? That's it. That's what they did on the at the beginning. This movie's making me want to pack a bowl, dude. It looks good, dude. It looks lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, you know? Mm. Hang on, copyright. That looks pretty good, dude. I hope that we finally get some type of acting performance out of Charlie Hunnam. Because that motherfucker is about as stale as a week old cracker left on my counter. <laughs> and this is uh, 
Charlie Hunnam's the motorcycle guy, right? Yeah. Am I wrong, Trav? What What was it again? I said, I hope we finally get an acting performance out, out of Charlie Hunnam because his acting is about as stale as a cracker that's been sitting out on my counter for a week. Oh, you damn right. <laughs> what we got next? Rick, uh, Avenue 5. Avenue 5. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. The, we watched we watched a teaser for this a while back. Yeah. And when I saw that screenshot of him in the fucking Apollo gear, I was like, oh, we gotta watch that. That's yeah. It's the HBO series. Y'all ready? Three, two, one, play. Sold American. It's a space cruise ship, dude. That's fucking what's his name, dude. Uh, the Mormon guy. Oh, it's him, dude. It's Jared. Right here, dude. The Mormon dude. I want to see it. I'm watching it. I watched all of it. What is they saying? This is a British comedy here. Dry. I'm in, dude. Oh, man. This looks absolutely up my alley. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm in. It just, it looks completely It looks ridiculous. fucking funny. Check this out, guys. Dracula. Dig through the ditches and fire through the witches. Netflix. Dracula. Dracula. Spatula, dude, that's funny. <laughs> Do it, baby. <laughs> Do it, baby. Spatula, y'all ready? I'm ready. Ready, trap. Three, two, one, play. See if we get something good here. Come on with it. Come on. Knock her on the door. Fly an eye. I fly. Oh, oh. I'm in. Good trailer. They don't release too much. Yeah. The uh, Bella Lugosi Dracula. Yeah. Not bad. Which I'm fine with. Not that bad was good. Call. 
What's our next trailer? A rough drop. Y'all ready? This trailer drop, I would say today, but now I'm living in tomorrow. Y'all ready? Yes. Three, two, one, play. Sci-fi movie? No. What's he wearing? It's t- <laughs> What's happening, dude? What's happening? See time traveling? This this movie this trailer's got a lot going on. A lot going on. I feel like PewDiePie's in this movie, Travis. Good call. I kind of want to see what's up, though, because there's a lot going on there. I want us to watch eventually. I want us to to eventually watch Day not watching Day Watch, because those are good movies. I'm down. I've watched them, and I would totally rewatch them. Um, they were, they were a, uh, they were a sleeper hit for me. I remember when they dropped and I eventually, uh, checked them. Yeah. Like, Cause it, when, at the time that I heard about them there, it, it was, it, it's pretty much Adam. It's like the Lord of the Rings for Russia. Oh, sold American. Um, no, that looks good though. It's like they're in an alternate reality. There's something going on there. There's more than beast eye. That's for damn sure. It's like some extreme preventive measure. Like we're they're keeping half the, the the world population behind, so that while the the ones that are taking the step forward, when they fuck up, we won't, or they, or whatever. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Looks interesting. Yeah. Daniel, is it real? Is it real like R E E L? We are ready? Let's find out. You ready, Trev? Three, two, one, play. Here we go. We watched the trailer for this. Didn't we? Did we watch trailer for this? Yes, we did. We did. 
This is just a, this is a different trailer. What? We did, dude. We saw one. This is different, though. Is he related to the guy that plays Pennywise? We saw a teaser for this. It's fucking Daniel, dude. Nope, he's not. Patrick Schwarzenegger's in this movie. He plays Daniel. But we did. We watched a teaser a while back. This looks trippy, dude. That was a chick from Honey. Yeah. He plays Daniel. I mean, I mean, it looks trippy, dude. It does. I mean, what do you do? What do you watch? Here's what we gotta do. Hang on. Let me grab the fucking flash drive of fucking Christmas past. Dude, this guy on on YouTube is trying to beat the uh the you know the dinosaur game when the browsers on Google. Mm-hmm. You know the dinosaur pops up says no internet and then you can play yep. a game. He's trying to play it for a year straight. Oh, that's a long time. He's on two days right now. Oh. <laughs> two days, five hours. And he keeps like almost falling asleep, and it's hilarious. How'd you find that? I don't, it popped up in, on, on one of these trailers or some shit. Can I get a link? Yes. Thank you. He looks like a... I don't know what he looks like. No. All right. Here's what we got to decide. Well. Well, what? I I do. I did see something that was out the other day when I was browsing around on the old internets. What'd you see? Zombieland 2. I watched it last night. How was it? Not as good as the first. Uh, Diminishing Returns. Don't like still watch it. But I watched it last night. When I laid down and I watched the whole goddamn movie, dude. Start if I did not fall asleep, watched it all. Um not as good as the first. Hmm. I'll say that. You'll know when you see it. We right. can watch it though. Well, what let I, me what let me throw some favorite? titles at you. That's why I went and grabbed my flash drive. All right. I got Doctor Sleep. I got mm. the room. That's the movie, the trailer where they go into the room and make the baby. Yeah. The room will give you anything you ask for. I got them. I got code eight. 
That's the that's the drone movie based off the short film. Yeah. Got the Mandela effect. We got Gemini Man. Um That's really all I got for new movies. Of course the Peanut Butter Falcon. That's been out there, but Wait. Next week's Christmas. Let's do a Christmas movie, dude. I mean, what are we gonna watch? I'm gonna propose Scrooged. I'm dude, that's happening. Travis, you're outvoted. Okay. Are you coming I mean, Scrooge? Sure. We're watching Scrooge, dude. Good pull, Griffin. I mean You're coming like, in clutch, dude. I'm trying, man. I'm really trying. Is it Christmas next week already? Yeah. But next, next week, week when we do like the pod. Oh dude, it'll be the twenty fourth. Yeah. So and like I said, I've got a thing on Christmas Eve night. Uh so I'll still be able to do it, but it'll be probably later. When is Christmas? Next Wednesday. Twenty fifth, twenty five. The twenty five? Yeah. Yeah. I mean we can do it. We can do it later. I mean whatever. Because I figure we'll probably eat at like five. Yeah. And then hang out. So I'll probably be there till eight or nine. So I'll be home by ten. But I don't have to work on you know, it's Christmas Day the next day, so I ain't gotta work or anything. You got work, so. Trav? No, I'll be off. Are, are y'all cool with doing a later pod on I'm, Christmas? Dude, who the fuck you think you're talking to? I mean and and what better movie to do on Christmas it's, Eve? It's the only movie that's better than that is a Christmas vacation and I think we already watched it. We have. Yeah. So y'all don't y'all don't want to watch that Santa Claus versus Satan movie again? Santa? Yeah. That we did a commentary for? Yeah. I don't ever want to watch that movie again. <laughs> Do y'all? I mean, I, I laugh pretty hard. But Yeah. But <laughs> seen but. it. Hated it. Do y'all remember how funny it was when it whenever the kids were dancing around we were like where the fuck are these kids from like they're yeah. from like every country ever yeah and it was very stereotypical very but you know i was triggered dude i i wrote did letters a, did you i don't remember <laughs> but yeah man i think that we should we should do some we should do that for Christmas. And then I think that because if we look at the calendar here, let me get my calendar out. All right. So next week is Christmas. The week after Christmas. is um, New, New Year's. Year's. What's our New Year's movie? <sighs> I mean... Here's the thing, dude. You'll never be able to say teen on the end of a year for the rest of your life. That's I it. Know. We're done. There'll never yeah. be a, you know, you'll never get another team, dude. We're done. It's the end of an era. Um, you know, it's so weird because of how we were born. Um, because, you know, like most people that we know were born in, in the 1900s. And a lot of them died in the 1900s. Some of them died in the early 2000s. You know what I mean? But when you think back to like 1889, a yeah. hundred years from when I was born, what the fuck was going on in the country at that time? Um, 
poverty. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. Sickness. Your kid was lucky to live past five. Yeah. So in just a hundred years, look at what's happened. Facebook. Internet. I mean, the internet. The internet changed the world. Like the cell electric, phone. Yeah. Just any kind of electronic. The iPad, the iPod, Spotify, like we're. Well, the vehicles, combustion engines, you know what I mean? Electricity. It's. We went a long way, dude. In a hundred years, we've come a long way. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's another podcast. We were born in the eighties, right? I was. So that puts us at like probably we'll be lucky to make it to 2050. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause by the time we make it to 2050, we'll be like 80. Good luck. Yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> I know. So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, dude. Planning, I'm planning to hit a hundred. Then I'm, I'm checking out. After you hit a hundred, you're like, all right, I'm going to retire. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, dude. From life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Just so I can see what happens in a hundred years. I just want to see the aliens fucking show up, dude. <sighs> if I can see happen. the aliens, if they if they come out, they're like, we found them. I'm like, I can die today. We what if they come them. out and they're like, we prove ghosts exist? <laughs> 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 I ain't never seen one. But like somehow, some way, they have undeniable proof. I gotta see it. Right. Well, I mean, what if it's like that episode of Doctor Who where it's like two realities and then the Cyberman was like the parent or the grandparents or whatever, the ghosts of like the Mm -hmm. deceased, you know, or the families that are still left. That'll be crazy. But I mean, and I'll be being, standing there, and I'm like, this is just like that episode of Doctor Who, where, <laughs> um, you know, you could always compare something to something, like, yeah. just like I'll that episode call. of Doctor Who, dude. As soon as that starts happening, I'll call and I'll be like, Adam, Doctor Who. That and I'll know what you mean, that. dude. All you gotta do is say Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. And I'll blow my brains out. <laughs> and then you'll come back as a ghost. I'll come hang out. And I'll you. fucking be a Cyberman. <laughs> You don't want to do the podcast with a Cyberman. <laughs> what do you think about it, Adam? Exterminate. Do I don't know what no, they, they say. Upgrade. They something you want to upgrade? <laughs> don't they say something like that? What I saw they the. Say, they say something about an upgrade. Assimilate. <laughs> Inebriate. I'm like that movie was pretty good, wasn't it, Adam? And it's just constant. I'm like always with this guy with the one word answer. Yeah, with the upgrades. <laughs> upgrade. It can't. They can't all be that bad. Upgrade. Ah, come on, dude. They prove that ghosts are real. Yeah, undeniable proof. We'll find aliens before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> We'll figure out the earth is flat before that happens. <laughs> is, it, is it the earth flat, though? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just rambling on. I got to go to bed, guys. I'm fucking loopy. Wait. 
We're watching Scrooge. Yeah. All right. And Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna stay up until tomorrow. I'm not gonna sleep till I see it. It might be. It might be out now, dude. It's already tomorrow for you. It is. I'm living in the future. Guess what, guys? We're still here. Everything's okay. At ease. Good to know, man. I'm glad that. I always know that if I'm worried about tomorrow, I yeah, call you out. just hit me up and I'll be like, "It's cool, yeah. dude. Everything's all right." Yeah, so like fucking right, now, dude. It might snow tomorrow or it might be hot as fuck. We don't know, <laughs> but it's all right. Global warming. It might you know? snow or it might be 72 degrees in December. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was snowing today. Here, up dude, on, it was uh, warm as fuck, dude. I wore shorts. Up on Crow Mountain. You know, you know what up on Crow Mountain. Up was, there toward the orchard. Yeah, it was it was snowing up there. And Skyline. You know, of course it's going to Where the Doppler's at? Yeah, it's snowing up there. But it, we didn't get any in the valley today, so Fuck it. Maybe tomorrow. You never know, dude. You never know with this weather. Yeah. We're over here playing like weather Russian roulette, dude. <laughs> I know. I never know what to wear. It's like you got to step outside and be like, "Oh shit!" Thought, dude, there's so many times I go outside like dressed yeah. for cold because should be cold. Yeah. And I go outside. And I'm like, "What the fuck, dude? It's like hot as fuck out of here, dude. I gotta take my jacket off." And yeah. I'm well, like, here, here's how bad it is. I'm like, "Hey," and I'm not gonna say her name so she don't fucking activate. But I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> uh, good morning," and it's like, "Good morning." The high for today is. 72 and the low for today is 18 <laughs> i'm like um it's a pretty fucking wide range of yeah. fucking weather there buddy as soon as it gets dark it's gonna be cold as fuck yeah but when the sun's out but there's a 10 percent chance of the sun coming out but it will get like 80 you know Roasting, what they're saying though? yeah they're saying that they're uh they're fixing that we might have another uh 93 on our hands Y'all remember 93? The tornadoes? Oh, well. No, the, uh, the fucking blizzard, dude, blizzard, of 93. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we drove a tractor to the store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were. There was like three foot of snow. I was five. Is that going to happen? I will say this. There's a lot of rain here lately. Well, they're saying that the way that the weather's acting, it was acting the same way in 93 as it is now. Come on. So, but uh, whenever when ninety three happened, I was five, four or five. Yeah. And I was helping my family hand feed chickens in chicken houses for like two weeks straight because you know the power was out; they couldn't auto feed them. Yeah. So my little ass was trying to carry a five gallon bucket full of feed. You know. We kept your chickens alive. Yeah, we had to. The burn. The good thing that my grandparents had gas burners yeah. at that time because those chickens would all froze to death. But um but yeah. I I want it to happen. I got milk. As, I, I got a little bit of bread. We'll be all right. Like Well as long as the power and the internet doesn't go well, down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because we ain't equipped for that. No. Well, I can read and shit, you know. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, just, I just was, read a fucking movie, dude. I ain't trying to read another one. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. It's just... Uh, Are they saying that that's the thing? They're thinking that we're going to get another blizzard? 
Yeah. We've been getting a lot of rain, dude. Yeah. And if that temperature well, gets down there and that rain comes yeah. through again, fuck. Yeah. Like, and we're getting it's, that all day rain. Yeah. Today, it rained like from morning until, I don't know, it's still raining. So, yeah. If it's uh, fucking it was, 32 out there, that's a fucking. There was a little bit of icy rain earlier today. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to see it though. I had strep throat during the blizzard of 93. So I couldn't go out and play in it. I just watched my brothers and sisters and like kids go out and play it through the window. I just watched them build a snowman. That's still the most snow I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like fucking cars were lost. Yeah. In that snow. Yard cars. All right, guys, I'm out. We're watching Scrooge. I'm ending it. Here we go. Bad lieutenant decision. Um, going letting fucking boy. No, the bad lieutenant decision for the family was letting that bitch in when the family was out of town. No, they should have never opened that door. Well, granted, the guy would have died down there. Well, no, she came in and started feeding him with a bottle. Yeah, Uh, that would have happened for sure. But um. They would have all passed out drunk and the family would have showed up and they would have lost their job. But oh, yeah. they wouldn't have fucking got brain damage. The one wouldn't have died. You yep. know, the father wouldn't have been having. So, you know, like that was the battle. They let the woman in. And they I wouldn't have let her in that. ever. Hell no. I wouldn't have even answered the fucking I can't door. believe y'all do. It's like, it's too late, dude. We don't, yeah. we're not answering buzzer calls at this time. Yeah. But if they didn't let her in, they would have passed out. And the family would have came home and they'd have been all laying there drunk. Yeah. Fucked either way. But I would have rather been fucked by getting fired than fucked yeah. by like having my family die yeah. and me having to go into seclusion. Yeah. Going to prison. Yeah. His own prison. Court is in session. <laughs> all right. Verdict is Next week is Scrooge. We're out. <laughs>